Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ask Melvin anything. Hey, everybody, welcome to AMA Ask Melvin Anything. And I am here with the aforementioned and ever popular Melvin. Melvin, how you doing? Mike, I'm popular because I'm with you. So thanks. And I thank you for helping make the world a better place, sir. I, I appreciate you mentioning my popularity. That uh, that's, that just uh, lowered it a little bit. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a rough, rough, rough rough venue we're in rough venue that's right that's right you uh, thought i was you, trying to imitate a dog there for a minute I thought didn't you? you were just i thought you were just barking yeah uh you are you are located in the uh in the outside office today yeah i i am here we got uh visitors so son's out with his daughter so yeah uh, i'm outside and it's it's pretty good is the pool is the pool nice and clean oh yeah you hear Braley splashing in the pool right there yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Love that. It's very nice. Um, all right, Glennis, uh, or sorry. <laughs> I don't want to mark that. All right, Melvin, tell us, uh, tell us about our guest and what we're talking about. Hey, we, we have my, oh, give her that thing. Sorry. <laughs> not this, not this sister. <laughs> this is the outside office. Yeah. Right. So we have my older little sister and she used to get all all ruffled whenever I'd say she was my little sister because she is littler than I am. Sure. In, in stature, but she's the oldest of us. You've met the brothers, I believe, yeah. all of us now. Yeah. And and so Glennis is out in the hometown of Wayland Jennings, Littlefield, Texas. And and uh, she is a very smart lady. Um, Want to see if she does better. Well, Glennis, you start talking real quick. Okay. You start talking. <laughs> so let's see if you can do better than Robert. I said, hey, Robert, you need to give people a shout out, say hi to him. And, and he sat there and he goes, hello, y'all. Instead of saying hi to his wife and hi to things. So anybody you want to say hi to? Hi. You mean just pick out nobody in particular? Yeah. Hi, Melvin. So Tell Brayley hi for me. <laughs> That's great. So, Mike, 
Yes, sir. It's something that you, you've got to uh, ask Glennis to tell you her whole name. Okay, so Glennis, tell us uh, tell us your whole name. Glennis Uvine Hall. Uvine. Yes. That is a that is a name from days gone by. Isn't that yeah. awesome? Yeah, that's a great. How did uh, how did that come about? My mom was listening to the girls' state basketball final playoff game. Yeah. And one of the players' name was Uvine. Oh wow, oh, that's that's actually a very very endearing story. That's very nice. I like that. Uh, well, cool. Well, what are you what are you uh, what are you dragging your sister into here, Melvin? So she's going to tell us about Medicare, and uh, she's going to have to start off with some definitions. What's the difference between Medicare and Medicaid, and and all these different things? But but uh, Medicare, and and it's a, a subject that's come up re recently, Mike. She's. Uh, getting signed up for it we're not saying her age and anything like that but our, <laughs> my oldest brother's her her uh, brother robert uh had some questions and all that so that's how this came about is that if we got questions and others got questions and so glennis was was kind enough to jump on here and and uh tell us what we got to do cool Cool. Glennis, I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to preface that just by a little bit telling you that uh, my mother had a, uh, a, a pretty massive stroke, probably uh, it's been 12, 13 years ago now. And, and I spent probably, well, it was an entire year getting all of the Medicare, Medicaid, all that stuff set up for them and, and getting them oh, into yeah. a facility and all those sorts of things. So I'm, I, I'm not well versed with it because as soon as it was done, it all left my head. But, um, boy, you talk about a process. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. And depending on what all you have to get in into, it can really get involved. If you're start, starting off just the basics with Medicare, um, they will send you a letter stating that you are going to be eligible for Medicare in so many months. And then it, you can start the process of applying three months before. So and what's the magic, what's the magic birth date that comes into play there, Glennis? 65. Okay. Yeah. And you have to deal with Medicare and social security there are two yeah. different websites that you've got to get set up on yeah that you start with medicare so you can get your medicare card that little red white and blue card that now has a wacky number on it instead of just your straight social security number yeah right um the best way to do it is to go online and go to medicare.gov okay takes you to their homepage and it talks you through, it steps you through everything you need to do okay. about getting set up, applying for the card, applying for parts A and B, figuring out, uh, then getting toward the prescription part of it which you have to sign up for yeah and um 
and then if you want to do, do a Medicare supplement. So why, uh, why would you need a, a why would you need a Medicare supplement? Medicare only pays eighty percent. Okay. Of whatever that they so approve. So you're looking for something to cover cover that other twenty percent. Yeah. Okay, got you. Um. But yeah, when you go to their homepage, it gives you steps you through the basics of what you need to know. It's right. got, I think there's four different steps of things that you need to do to get set up. The first thing is to apply for your Medicare card. And um, it will tell you when you'll get all this stuff and then applying, making sure you set up for Medicare Part A, which is hospital. Okay. And Part B, which takes care of everything else. Yeah, that was my that was my next question. What what the heck's the difference between Part A and Part B? Yeah, uh, B covers doctor, hospital. I mean, doctor, DME, uh, and blood. You know, all everything that A doesn't. Right. And then you've got your Part D, which is the prescription program. But you can't sign up for the prescription program until you get your Medicare number. Oh. But you can go in there and you can look to see which one might be the best plan for you to get started on. Okay. It, it gives you the section and all you have to do is go in and type in all the drugs that you take. Oh, so, so and, I have to tell people what drugs I'm taking. Yeah. You have to tell it'll, you just put those in there and yeah. it'll come up and give you, I think it gives you all of them, but it'll put them, rank them in order of what would the top three for you. Okay. Uh, it breaks it down into premiums, deductibles, mm -hmm. Coke A's. Okay. Uh, then you've got, you can get into the Medicare Advantage, the Part C. Like mm -hmm. they do all those silly commercials on TV that drive you yep. crazy. Yeah. Jimmy JJ and, Walker. Oh yeah. And that is you everything gets lumped into there. Okay. You will not be on traditional Medicare doing it that way. Mm. But it will cover everything that you do. It it sets up your prescription program, it sets up the the doctor the hot dog, you know, everything that's involved with that. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things that you do have to be careful. Sure. And then hey, Mike, we, did, we didn't tell you about Glennis's background. So she has some street, street credibility with us. She's uh, <laughs> just after she got off the Mayflower, she became a pharmacist. Tech. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I've been working at this for a while um after you've applied for your medicare card once you've got that sent in and then they'll send you the card once you get that medicare card then you can make apply for the the part d because you have, have that, just, that, every uh, there's so many letters it's got it, I know. when it yeah. comes to medicare it, it you've got a b c d 
I think there's an E, but that gets into an area that I have, I'm yeah. not, I don't think we need to worry about. Okay. Well, after you have applied for your, your Medicare, you have to go to Social Security and let them know. You have to set up an account with them and let them know that you're applying for Medicare. Oh, okay. They, that's who you would need to get with about if you're a, a low income. Yeah. And they're the ones that you have to get the paperwork set up to send in so you can get lower co-pays and everything to help you with paying for your medic for everything, all of it. Okay. Okay. It, it, it amazes me that there are so many moving parts. You yes. know, it just, it, it seems like if somebody really wanted to help, which I don't know if they do or not, but uh, if they really wanted to help, they could, they could get all this stuff into one place, you know, but that is, that would, that would be the logical thing to do. Well, and that's, that's what I was going to say. Logic doesn't necessarily, it's not inherent to our government. So no. Yeah. So it, and it can turn into a, a long drawn out ordeal. It can turn into yeah. to nothing. Yeah. We've had people that for some reason, the social security part didn't get in touch with the Medicare part so that they could get the lower co-pays on their prescription. Yeah. Yeah. And when they buy a prescription and it's got a outrageous copay on it, it's there, you know, they go, no, it's not supposed to be that way. Right. And there's nothing that anybody can do, but you, you have to call the social security people and say, okay, we need to let the Medicare people know. Yeah. And it, it can turn into a, a big ordeal. It is it is quite the ordeal. Like I said, I you know, I did it for about a year and I, I basically carried a, a one of those plastic milk crates around with me that had all my paperwork and stuff in it. And I just carried that from place to place to place because you never knew when you were going to have to make a phone call, when they were going to call you, when you had to set something else up or or whatever. I'm sure that some things have been streamlined since I had to do it. But yeah. uh, it sounds like there are still way too many moving parts. There are uh, at the pharmacy when it comes to filing claims for DME. Yeah. It's a headache. Yeah. Because they've got, we they will pay for, they will only pay this amount for certain things. Yeah. And if you can't find a product that meets that, you're just, you know, you just have to eat it. Yeah. 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 So uh, I'm going to ask you one other question. This doesn't necessarily have to do with, with Medicare and stuff. It does have to do with insurance and pharmacies. So what, what is your thought on the people that pack it all up and go to Canada to get their medicine? Um, be careful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, like crossing the border of Mexico, right. And getting your, getting your tranquilizers or whatever. Yeah. It's not as bad as crossing Mexico, sure. but sure. The only deal is the legality of some of it. Right. Right. It, you know, if it's just a maintenance drug, blood yeah. pressure, things like that, it's probably going to be okay. Yeah. But then you have to look at, okay, you're, you're getting medicine from a doctor who has never seen you in person. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. You may, Which, it may be like a, 
that, that's the way I like it. You know, if I never have to see another doctor, I would, I would be okay with that. But yeah, it's, uh, it is a little sketchy though. It can be, it can be sketchy. Yeah. I know that there's, there's tons of the online places now that, you know, you can go and be prescribed, um, mental health drugs, all kinds of stuff without mm -hmm. really ever talking to anybody. And that's one of the problems that I see with the, all this teledoc and everything. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, if you have a sore throat or you have an earache and, and, you know, cough and that, that you can, you know, I can yeah. see doing that. But when it comes to the mental health yeah, or it comes to something like internal that you have to get checked out. Yeah. Or even, an, even, even like an antibiotic or something, you know, I mean, you don't want people just throwing antibiotics, you know, to everybody that calls in. Yeah. So it's. So I, I'm going to ask you one more question, Glennis, okay. uh, and then and then we'll let you go. But uh, appreciate all your information about Medicare and Medicaid. Um, what is the biggest change you've seen in your career as a pharmacist? Now it could be like like in the in the medical field or in the in the pharmacy field or whatever. What's the what's the biggest change you've had to deal with? I'm a I'm a pharmacy tech. Oh, okay. All right. Um. And it has to deal with pharmacy techs. Yeah. When I first started, we weren't allowed to do anything but type the labels. Right. We could take the drug off the shelf and set it over, and the pharmacist had to do everything else. Sure. But now we pull the prescriptions, we file, fill it, you know, type the labels, pull I, I the guess bottle. I guess you kind of you kind of do everything but sign it, right? Or or mm -hmm. and do the do the one on one if that's needed. Uh, like the that. pharmacist is the one who does the final check. Yeah. And I, we have uh, a couple of telepharms telepharmacies uh -huh. that are connected with our store. Okay. That are in smaller towns out out in the out a little further that don't have pharmacies that are real close. Sure. And so it's all done on the computer. We The tech fills the prescription, takes pictures, and sends it to the pharmacist on the computer. So, you know, this is the bottle that I took it out of. This is what the pills look like. This is the label. This is the prescription. Yeah. And then the pharmacist is the final check on that. And then they can talk to the patient. Yeah, via the the uh, computer to yeah. counsel them. I mean that that is a big advantage to the teledoc type stuff. It's just uh, again, yeah. you got to be careful. You know, I I have an yeah. established relationship with a physician I've seen for a long time, and mm -hmm. so when I do teledoc with them, I don't feel so bad because they know me. You know, they know what's going on in my life and my charts and all that kind of stuff, and so. You know, like I, I had a sinus infection, I don't know, a few weeks ago and I, I got on the telehealth thing. She came on. She goes, oh, this is that same thing you get once a year. And I'm like, yes. She's, so she just gives me the stuff, you know, which is a real, real advantage. But I can certainly see how that could be used for the gaming of, of whatever medication, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I think I think opioids got out of control because of that sort of uh inattention to detail yes yeah and well, now they've gone totally the other way on those yeah i know it yeah i uh i i have a lot of back problems and things like that and so uh good luck getting anything that, that takes care of that besides tylenol 
we have we have a lot of uh, hospice patients that we deal mm. with. Yeah, yeah, and so that that's, can get. Yeah, that stuff really gets abused too. Yeah. Well, Glennis, thank you very much. I, I appreciate you joining us, and it was a pleasure no to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. I, the I've best never... thing is go Medicare.gov, yeah. and that'll step you through everything you need to do, and it'll even tell you in there that you need to go to the Social Security and get set up with them. Okay. All right. Well, thank can you very I, much. That's very valuable. Yeah. Can I slide another question in, Mike? No. Sure. Please. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Glennis. A uh, scenario like like uh, people go to do their FAFSA for education, and there's all kinds of sites if you you can get caught up in, and and it's not the real one. So, are there sites that are, are there scams? Are there things that you've seen that you could warn people on? Um, if you are looking at it and you are not sure if it is a scam or not call medicare yeah uh, you know well, you have any doubts or any questions about it don't get in don't get involved with it but call medicare and check with them on it i don't because don't trust any emails from nigerian princes you got it yeah you got it that's right the only reason the only reason medicare will send you an email is if you have signed up with them Okay. Right. Medicare and Social Security. If you have signed up with them, they will ask you if you want to get updates. Yeah. Cool. Emailed updates. I think I got an up, I think I got an email the other day from uh, the Social Security office, and they told me I won a, a free Yeti cooler. Do you, you think that's real? Uh no. Okay. All right. I, I didn't think so, <laughs> and I I put it in spam, but I wanted to double check. Yeah, that's. Not that not going to happen. Yeah, I didn't think my government wanted to give me a Yeti cooler. Yeah, but, but yeah, if anybody has any questions about it, it's like get in touch with Medicare or Social Security and yeah, and so go from there. Start at Medicare.gov and you should be good. Yeah, that okay. it'll steer you toward where you need to go. If you have it gives you frequently asked questions. Yeah. And answers and what you need to do. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you again. We appreciate the information. No Melbourne. problem. Melvin, tell me uh, what you've been reading this week. Hey, Mike, I've been re jumped into The Age of Spiritual Machines by Ray Cruzwell. Okay. And our, our mutual friend Joshua had uh, mentioned that to me. And he, he said it was a book he reads at least once a year. And and so I got it right away and I've been reading it and I am I love it. And I can see why it would be more than once a year. It, it's it's a great read. and. And wow. so remember, I want to do something actionable from what I'm reading. And, and what, what that nugget is, Mike, is that, that reading this book makes you excited for life. And, and it just to see the potential, you know, of us. And that's not just you and me and Glennis, but the, well, I figured the human. Just, I, I kind of figured you were just talking about me, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> the, the human potential, I guess you could yeah. quote me on that. Yeah, yeah. Human potential. I like that. So uh, let's let's uh, let these people go. What uh, what's your final thought? Collaboration has no hierarchy. The sun collaborates with the soil to bring flowers on the earth. 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I, my mind immediately goes to like a writer's room or something like that, you know, collaboration, everybody in a room trying to uh, create one thing and how often a hierarchy will develop just based on people's egos and things, you know, um, sure. boy, if you can keep that out of the room, then collaboration is a, is a, is a, is a gem, you know, it's something that we should foster. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, Glennis, thanks again for being here. We really appreciate it. And Melvin, I, I always appreciate you and the time that you give me. And uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll see you again down the road next time. Thanks, Mike. Let's go make the world better together. Love it. All right. right. We'll see you. Bye bye. All righty. did a great job this has been a rogue media network production